You're in tune to WKDU 91.7 FM, Philadelphia. My name is DJ Root, and this is the politics of dancing. And today is the 18th of November, Today on the show, featuring a lot of huge tunes and featuring them as a label. And I have a really interesting um, piece that was done by my friends over at Super Progressive that I'm going to play for you later in the show about the label, history of the label, and its impact on electronic music in the 2000s and as we know it and what makes it so special.
Here in tune to WKDU, 91.7 FM, Philadelphia. My name is DJ Ruth. This is Politics of Dancing. Featuring lots of music from the label Who's Tunes. At 10.30, I'm going to be playing a little research I did for you about Who's Tunes. Research by my friends over at Super Progressive. 
You are listening to Miro's Paradise. This is the Tiger Hook remix. Tiger Hook, of course, is our Philly boys. Randall Jones, Haito, Deep Sea. This track was from 1999. Glad to have you with me this morning. Looks to be beautiful weather. Beautiful and sunny, although cold. Highs around 43 degrees.
the motherfucking saga continues. Saga continues.
to WKDU 91.7 FM Philadelphia. My name is DJ Rue and you are listening to lots of cuts today as we celebrate Hoosh Tunes. That's H-O-O-J Tunes. C-H-O-O-N-S. They have a very extensive Bandcamp page where you can download, I would say, about 95% of all their tracks and listen to their entire catalog starting in the mid-90s, which is pretty spectacular.
Tune to WKDU 91.7 FM, Philadelphia. My name is DJ Rue. Want to read you some information today about how to be an ally. What do you need from your allies? How can we support each other across all our diverse and amazing identities? Ally is being a verb. It is not before. It is not performative. It is action-oriented. Being an ally means taking action in solidarity with LGBTQ students and responding to their self-determined requests, like respecting their pronouns, giving space for self-advocacy, using inclusive languages, and more. Being an ally also means that LGBTQ students connect in solidarity with other students who hold identities that are marginalized or attacked in society. Ally Week is held every year in September, but of course the process goes on. And the support goes on 
You can find information at glisten, G-L-S-E-N.org, and find out about what real supportive allyship looks like and how, of course, you can be an ally to young people and LGBTQ people all around you. So, I was inspired by my relatively new friend, William, over at Super Progressive. You can follow him on YouTube and on Instagram. And he is a 20-some-odd-year-old who has fallen in love with electronic dance music and the history of such. And But every week he goes on and he plays a track. And from back in the day, and you can just see him jamming out to it. And it's so nice to know that the tracks um, that I fell in love with in the 2000s are as relevant as ever. And he's done a lot of research and a lot of interviews with uh, big players in the EDM scene, especially from those days. And of course, um, their effect on the current state of the industry and where it is. But I want to play an interview that he did um, actually, not really an interview, but um, talking about Who's Tunes, which was a super big label in the early 2000s. And they are still actually cranking out great music, but it's those early releases that uh, really make them quite special. And I have more Who's Tunes releases than any other releases in my uh, collection. I think it has something to do with that fabulous little stick man. But um, so this is my friend William from Super Progressive. This interview is not an interview. I'm sorry. This expose is about uh, eight or so minutes, about as long as a track. So hope you enjoy it. A little something different this week on the show. This is talking about whose tunes. You're in tune to WKDU 91.7 FM, Philadelphia. This is Politics of Dancing. record shop, just browse around, maybe ask the clerk for some recommendations, and then listen to them and decide what you want to purchase. Some record labels would go on to earn the trust of their audience, so much so that when you saw a new release from that label, you'd buy it without even listening to it. When you think about labels from the 90s that encapsulated this trust, Hooge Tunes is one of the first labels that comes to mind. But how did Hooge Tunes earn the underground's trust? There's not much written on the origin, but thanks to the Progressive House Classics blog, we can look at this article from DJ Mag in 1999. Hooge Tunes was founded in 1990 by Alex Simons, who was an accountant to some of London's top DJs, including Pete Tong, Nikki Holloway, and Trevor Nelson. In partnership with Simons was Phil Howells, who would go on to leave and work for Pete Tong's FFRR Records. But before he left, he brought his friend Jeremy Dickens on to help out. You might know him better by his alias, Red Jerry. Now, within a few years, Simons and Howells would be out, and Jerry would be the one running the show. But before that, Howells would perhaps make his greatest contribution to Hooge. Actually, it was his girlfriend who came up with the famous Hooge man. 
a crayon-like stick man that ventures through the world with a smile on his face, always ready for the next adventure. On the earliest releases, the Hooge Stickman can be seen doing various activities, like playing guitar or dancing around. But on Hooge 002 and Hooge 015, we are introduced to the logo that would become synonymous with the label, the Hooge Man on the Decks DJing. The record covers adopted a formula that became consistent. The artist on the top over a white stripe, the title of the track just below it, with a little Hooge Man at the bottom. The B-side of the actual record would include the information of the track, and the A-side of the record would include a special Hooge Tunes logo with the Hooge Man often doing an activity related to the title of the track. Filled with the same enthusiasm for life that the Hooge Man displayed, Red Jerry epitomized the character and soul of his label. He's often described as authentic and honest. He's a label owner, but he's also a producer who's put out awesome records like his remix of Hyperlogic's Only Me, his Smack That Big It Up remix of Solar Stone's Day by Day, or his long dubby vocal remix of Miro's Paradise. Just a few of the many Red Jerry productions we will come across in this video. And to be completely honest, before writing this video, I knew Red Jerry as the Hooge Tunes boss, but I really had no idea how prolific he was as a producer and remixer. And on top of that, He's also DJed Hooge compilations like Deeper Shades of Hooge Volume 3. So what was Red Jerry's secret sauce as a label head? How did he make Hooge tunes stand out among the rest? Rich Moet, better known as Solarstone, breaks down Jerry's X Factor. Jerry had an uncanny ability to forecast what was next in the scene and had a great team around him. He probably helped to shape what DJs were playing more than any other dance label boss. The first Hooge release was 1990's Carnival de Casa by the Rio Rhythm Band, and the first few releases on Hooge would do well both in sales and in the impact they would have on the dance floor over the label's first two years, but it was Felix's Don't You Want Me in 1992 that would provide Hooge its first big break. It samples the vocals of Jomanda's Don't You Want My Love, and was actually written by Jerry and Rolo of Faithless when they reworked a demo submitted by someone named Dr. Drum. Where Felix's Don't You Want Me sounds authoritative, redemptive, and commanding, Red Jerry and JX's mix of 1994's Son of a Gun is unconsciously euphoric and probably served as the soundtrack to thousands of clubbers' first elevated experiences, at least based on the stories shared in the comments and reviews of that record. From Carnival de Casa to Don't You Want Me to Son of a Gun, you can see how even in its first five years, Hooge Chunge was not to be defined by one sound, but rather defined as the next sound. As club culture matures and producers push forward, Hooge's sound sophisticates. Releases like 1996's This Love by Red Sun aka Red Jerry showcased a more explorative and layered trance sound and was included on Paul Oakenfold's Perfecto Fluoro mix compilation. Now, I want to pause here because I think Hooge Tunes enters its golden era as the mix compilation becomes increasingly prevalent in underground dance music culture. Take a look at Paul Oakenfold's 1997 Global Underground New York mix. On CD1 alone, Paul includes Red Jerry's remix of Solar Stone's Day by Day, Nalan and Kane's remix of Every Time by Lustral, Red Jerry's long dubby vocal mix of Miro's Paradise, and then finally, Three Drives on Vinyl's Grease 2000. And that's just one CD of one mix compilation. 
The same year, Lost Tribe's Angel was included in Northern Exposure 2 by Sasha and John Digweed. Global Underground 9 in San Francisco included Medway's Resurrection and Tilt's Resurrection mix of their track I Dream, which closed out Disc 2. On the following Global Underground, Danny Tanaglia kicked off CD2 of his famous GU10 in Athens mix with Tilt's Seduction of Orpheus, also released on Hooge. You can see a trend. Hooge releases music by the artists who are on the forefront of the underground sound, like Tilt, which was made up of Mick Park, Michael Wilson, and John Graham, aka Quiver, and then the top DJs like Sasha and Danny Tanaglia were choosing these records to be included in their mix compilation albums. Another track to mention is Quiver's remix of Pete Lazenby's Sacred Cycles, which kicked off Dave Seaman's GU16 in Cape Town. Hooge was dealing product that the underground couldn't get enough of. Look at Hooge 097, Hooge 97, by another Mick Park alias Kilohertz, honoring the address of the famous Manhattan Club Twyla. This record was released in 2000 and was included on all of the following mix compilations. Seb Fontaine's Cream Resident, Steve Lawler's Home, Dave Seaman's Renaissance Awakenings, and Sasha and John Digweed's Communicate, all in the year 2000. So, in answering why the underground trusted Hooge tunes so much, I think the answer is actually beyond the fact that they released great music, even though that's the most important thing. The main thing I learned from writing this video is this. Red Jerry is special. He's a class label head, producer, and DJ, so it just makes sense that he was the man in the middle of this web, connecting the world's most forward-thinking DJs and producers at the forefront of the underground sound. He was always listening and looking for what was next, and because of this, he pushed the underground sound forward in all different directions. I think that record buyers began to trust that with Hooge, you would get something in fresh and different while retaining quality. You didn't even need to hear it before you bought it. I just wanted to include this cool bit of information regarding Red Jerry's favorite Hooge releases. When asked to choose his five favorites, Jerry selected Danny Tanaglia's Datar B, LSG's Fragile Part 2, Andronicus's Make You Whole, Nailin' and Kane's Beach Ball, and Energy 52's Cafe Del Mar. If I had to choose my own favorite, it would be from another John Graham alias, Space Maneuvers, and that track is Stage 1, which was the second track on Sasha and John Digweed's Northern Exposure 3 Expeditions. Now, when I was thinking about making this video, I asked the super progressive community what their favorite Hooge Tunes release was, and the overwhelming response actually inspired me to go and make this video. And I just want to say thank you so much for helping me make this video. So if you want to see where that video is, I can't hear myself. If you want to see that video, that of course is on, um, it's on YouTube and you can check it out. And uh, he's doing some great research with um, what's happening in the scene or what had, what happened in historical precedent. It's, I find it fascinating. And it's so nice that younger folks um, are in, as in love with the music as I ever was. And um, hope to have him and some his thoughts on this show at some point. He lives in Jersey, so he can certainly come on down. He's always welcome. I know that he's listening. 
William, thank you so much for all you do in inspiring this old lady to put on great music. This is one of my very favorite Pooh's tracks, which has been remixed to death, but sounds spectacular. Energy 52's Cafe Del Mar, Solar Stones remix. You're in tune to WKDU 91.7 FM, Philadelphia. Today's set list will be posted on WKDU.org. Not long after the show, so you'll have it there. And it'll be up on SoundCloud tomorrow.
here in Juju KDU 91.7 FM, Philadelphia. You're in the middle of lots and lots of Hoosh tunes.
I've heard so many parties end with that track. I should have ended this show with that that track. But I got more because it's only 11 o'clock. Lucky you. You're in tune to the 91.7 FM, Drexel University's free format, non-commercial radio station, WKDU. Check us out on SoundCloud. Most of our DJs upload their shows, most of our electronic DJs anyway, upload their shows, and you can listen to them all week, anytime. All our sets from the Electronic Music Marathon this past year are up, so you have plenty of music to listen to while you're traveling for the holidays. And speaking on that, I will not be live next week, but I will have a great recorded show for you, probably over three hours of great music. This would be in my also in my top five. Whose tunes? This is Lustral. With every time, this is Mike Coglin's remix.
will live forever, baby. We just like roaches, never die, always living. And on that note, let's get back to the program.
KKDU, 91.7 FM, Philadelphia, and we are deep in the mix with all things Hooge. Hooge tunes. You can check out almost all their releases on their Bandcamp site, hoogetunes.bandcamp.com.
just did not want to mix in nice but that's okay because I have a minute to talk to you about the National Center for Transgender Equality the National Center for Transgender Equality is the nation's leading social justice advocacy organization winning life saving change for transgender people they work at the local state and federal level to advance trans equality Their services also include resources for folks on navigating legal issues such as name changing and gender identification on documents and an about transgender people resource hub where family members and other allies can go to find information to learn about and support the transgender people in their lives and their communities. Learn more at transequality.org. You've been hearing an entire show's worth of Who's Shun's releases, and I am delighted to bring them to you. I'm going to play my favorite two at the very end of the show. See if you can, if you've been a longtime listener, you might know what these ones are. You're in tune to WKDU 91.7 FM, Philadelphia.
This is my favorite Hoosh release of all time. This is Nalem and Kane's Beach Ball. And my memories of it are all about uh, Kate Patteris. Summers of 98, 99, and my DC Rave crew. Yeah, let's go to the beach. You are in tune to WKDU, 91.7 FM, Philadelphia. I'll be back on again next week, though not live. So look out for this week's show to drop on SoundCloud tomorrow. And check out the set list at WKDU.org. Yeah, let's go to the beach.